right, welcome to Angry Me Productions. We're about to uh, discuss a topic, uh, the apocalypse scenarios from the years. What it is, is we're going to discuss the uh, scenarios that news media has uh, come up with, uh, such as nuclear holocaust, climate change, and we're going to see what we can figure out what people were thinking back then, since all these stuff that actually come back from that time frame to this time frame doesn't really exist. And this is Angry Me Productions with me, David Dickerman, and Michael the Dog Mike Fit. Uh, woof woof. <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> All right, let's see how we go in here. The first one we we're actually thinking about discussing is. The nuclear holocaust and the nuclear weapons actually started getting into an uh, advancement well, and an event. You know, you take all of the various different things that came about from the advancement of nuclear weapons and on all of the various aspects of that. Yes, we know radiation is bad. Yes, we know that nuclear weapons will destroy large areas, but that knowledge seems to have curtailed us from killing each other with them. Yeah, well, my thinking is was this, is they, they had all... We don't even in schools anymore have the uh, nuclear deterrent to where we get underneath their chairs and desks that are lead-lined and supposed to stop the radiation because we're just underneath them and not in a lead box. But, hey, it's supposed to work out. Well, you know, it's not like a lead box would help much in that situation, any. I don't know, it helped out a lot. Have you seen the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark search for the Crystal Skulls? I mean, he was in one of those lead-lined refrigerators, and it, 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 it's not real, is it? No, no. I'm pretty sure the math says you need at least 6 to 24 feet of dirt between you and the radiation. I mean, he survived, and it bounced off pretty well. I watched it over and over and over again on YouTube. I mean, it's it's it has to work that way. In my mind, I think it was really just a documentary. And George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, what they were doing is they were just documenting the adventures of Indiana Jones. That 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 that's real, right? If you say so. Okay, we'll go with that. Now. Nuclear deterrence from the other years has been just basically armament of different countries and raising uh, the bar to where they get more weapons and it's supposed to stop us from shooting because they have the weapons and if they find out that we are going to shoot, they're going to end up destroying us too. I mean, that that... It's it's the bigger gun scenario, and that's the reason why we have that. But one thing I just don't understand on that uh, aspect is all the stuff that we don't hear about anymore. I mean, every, every I think, about 10, 20 years, we'll get, oh, they're getting nuclear weapons. Well, not really that. I mean, every time someone like Iran or North Korea nowadays, it's it's the... The podunk countries. I'm going to call them podunk countries because that's what they really are. Podunk countries that decide they want nuclear. They want nuclear weapons. I mean, they see they see us, the 
the big big leagues in the United States, we have nuclear weapons. Russia, they have nuclear weapons. Almost everybody has nuclear weapons nowadays. But it's more or less the countries that are trying to get that step. And we have... Uh, we have written documentation w treaties with some of these countries. Hey, we don't want any more nuclear weapons. We have enough. Go ahead and sign this. Don't make any. But in the long run, what they really do want at times is they want insurance that, hey, we can mess you guys up just as bad as you can mess us up. Don't mess with us. And I think it really more boils down to a status symbol. Kind of like that, uh, what was the old saying? Uh, competing with the Joneses? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who has Next, a bigger house? <laughs> not even have the bigger house. Uh, what, what was it in uh, the worst case? A really, really bad case scenario was like uh, American Psycho. Is The guy went off psychotic and started killing people because one of the guys had a better business card than Compared to the up, uh, compared to his. I mean, if we're going on that route, we're going, hey, look at this. I have a better business card. It's felt, lined in leather. It, it's stamped with heat and power because that's what I am heat and power. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to start killing people because of that. <laughs> that sounds like the common aspect that we've been running into all over the place. Yes, that's what usually happens. Okay, off that subject, nuclear deterrence, we... No one needs a nuclear bomb, but, you know, we gotta have a nuclear bomb. Anyways, the next subject was, uh... Fuel. Fossil fuel. Gases, uh... Back in the... Uh, early 70s to... Uh, even nowadays, I mean... Any, any country that we get oil from, they pretty much want to manhandle us because we need uh, gas and they want to up the prices on it. The worst, worst thing that happened was back in the 70s, it was uh, starting out at 50 cents. Everybody had gas guzzlers back then to where you go eight gallons a mile. That was a generous... Uh... Yeah. You, you, you had a big tank, but you ended up having having it to where you have... God, I messed that up. Dang. I'm like, no, I was going so fast and going so good, and then I just messed it up. But anyways, uh, it went from 50 cents to about 4 bucks to where it's basically in California. Same thing that what they're doing in California. But they're trying to... Now it, it's gotten to the point where they're they're acting like, oh, you gas, we're going to run out. It's going to be gone within, I mean, what was it supposed to be like in the 90s? We were supposed to be like... Well, didn't they give us 10 years in the 80s and we've still got gas coming out of places we didn't expect? Yeah. Uh, we opened up a uh, oil pipeline from uh, Alaska and we have big reserves there, big reserves in Texas. We're actually not using our own reserves. We're actually importing oil from different countries to save our uh, reserves. It, I haven't gotten to the in-depth of that and done research. Funny story. But 
what it is basically is is we're basically wanting to use other people's stuff until there's it out and then we can keep our stuff. I don't know what people are thinking of that. Mm, probably that it's going to be cheaper to pay for foreign oil than it is to pay for in-country oil. So use the cheaper oil while it's available to sell to us at a higher price. And then when there's no more of the cheap stuff available, then they'll pay us for our oil just to sell it back to us. That makes total sense, but sad sense at the same time. But my, my thinking is this. Right now we have it to where whatever your state you're in, is what state they tax on it. Uh, California being one of the highest tax on uh, gas and fossil fuels because one, they believe that if people have to pay a higher price, people are gonna waste less, they're, they're, they're not gonna waste more gas to go places and basically cause a pollution catastrophe, destroying the environment, causing a lot of smog, when in all reality, it's... Nobody cares. They're, they're pissed off that they have to pay those big prices, and the little man is literally paying for it because they can't enjoy their life as much as they uh, they want to anymore. Well, and that's, that's, that's because of the higher gas prices, because it's taxed heavily. You go to you go to California and you have probably about four dollars a gallon. Here, two. Mm, Still, and, in my and, book, that's a little bit too much. But and, and what I was going to say was, you know, you look at where that money is being spent. They're sitting here saying, "Oh, this is a catastrophe event. This is a catastrophe event." But so so we're going to tax the heck out of it because it's a catastrophe event. We're trying to av av avoid a catastrophe, but. Are they putting any of the money that they're making on those taxes into cleaning up the smog, into producing vehicles that produce less? Well, all the research I did on that was they're actually just giving the money back to the... They're, they're trying to do the Robin Hood effect where they have a high, uh, high increase of uh, homeless... And they're actually just giving the money for the people. They it, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, instead of innovating, I mean, they even try uh, all the taxes that are done in California. It's done with high land tax, high uh, gas tax, anything that you use. I mean, they're they're trying to uh, put. Man, I was going so good there. Oh. <laughs> They're trying to put uh, a lot of emphasis on all the stuff that needs to be taken care of for environment. And they're really hurting the people that live there because of that. I mean, a million dollar house in California, you, you come here. Uh, not saying like Dallas or something like that, but more or less like in our rural area, uh... A million dollar house there, we could probably get it for probably about a hundred thousand. Or less. Or less, yes. But 
Because a thousand five for rent for an apartment up there is nothing special. Yeah, and, and that's a month. You know what? We we got away from that whole uh, the fossil yeah. fuel on that, but we're detouring again. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens at times. You start talking on one thing, you end up like three subjects down the road and trying to figure out how to get your road back. Now, on that note. We can also talk about the air pollution scare that always happening. We, it's really not a problem where we're at. I mean, we're in a a, a small area. Uh, Me traveling up to, we go to Fort Worth or Dallas all the time. And yeah, the only thing I can gauge on it is my sinus infections. A little bit more when we're in Dallas. I could barely breathe there because I got really bad allergies. But you come into an area like this or or even San Antonio. San Antonio is a decent-sized city, and it doesn't have that much of a smog issue. A lot of people are moving from places that have smog issues down there and more or less causing a big problem with the air pollution. It's... And, and it is another one of those things. I mean, yes, it, it is a scare. It is a it is a thing that the media plays up far more than they probably need to. But you also have to recognize that there are times where those pollutants do become concentrated enough to become dangerous. The government even issues warnings, you know, for certain areas when the, the air health condition is too low, you know, stay indoors, breathe filtered air kind of stuff. Yeah, but you also got to look at how many people are living in those cities. Well, I think, I, honestly, on some situations like that, I think it's spacing out. It, 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 and I understand, hey, I want to be closer to my job, so everybody wants to be in close into those areas. And when you got an in close area like that, you have those pollutants coming through from vehicles, from, uh, Houses or or towers, freaking uh, skyscrapers and stuff like that. I don't disagree. I'm just saying that you know, I, I understand. I be, I understand that the media is going to hype them up more than they need to be hyped up. But on the same token, yeah, you're gonna we need awareness of them because they some of these things are an actual problem. Yeah, like. We were talking about the hole in the ozone layer, along with our wonderful pollution problems. You know, you take a look at that. It will eventually fix itself. It has, to the most part, fixed itself, or for the most part, closed. They say it's still a small portion of it there. But, on the same token, if we hadn't discontinued the use of uh, chlorofluorocarbons, or CFC... And Which the only time we use CFC anymore is for coolant. And, and you even, have to have licenses and everything to get that through. As in, and even less than we used to use it for before. Yeah. And there's other things that we've reduced the use of that were causing those issues. That and I think the hairspray hair is over with too. Yeah, well that's scary. I know, those big hairs. I mean, I'm so turned on with those big, big puffy hairs. Yeah, you're lying your butt off. I am. I'm supposed to run 
I'm still surprised there's a lot of people that didn't have, uh, have big puffy uh, bushes and everything. They were like spraying hairspray on their bush before a date going, I'm going to make this happy. <laughs> but, hey, there's... If, if, if you have any of those that are... Yeah, what, never I'm I'm just surprised the, the the people spraying you know that those gigantic hair dudes with all of that hairspray didn't spontaneously come bust. Oh no, they did their videos on YouTube on the carpet for a little while. Okay, yes, that would be funny. No, they had, I've, I've seen a I've seen a video <laughs> on YouTube where they had the chick was like hairspray. Well, this is just regular hairspray from nowadays, but it's still in a can, it's still flammable. Well, they're spraying and everything like that and someone in the back lit up a cigarette and the whole car just caught on fire <laughs> it was it was horribly awesome but so, yeah sounds like an epic fail there yeah it was very <laughs> now the problem with smog really is you're in our environment that's what a lot of people don't understand is you're in an environment that doesn't have a natural filter for that type of pollution, which is a natural uh, filter is plants. Yeah, and they, in those bigger cities, they do tend to reduce the amount of plant life considerably. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know. You, you have to have almost a big-ass forest just to have that. To fix that pollution. We can build electronic filters and we can build scrubbers and we can build other things that to a large degree could process the air down. But you don't hear anybody talking about the ability to build those things. No, they only talk about the problem because they're more looking to scare people than they are to inform people that if we start working in these directions, we can fix the problem. Yeah. And I think that's mainly what we're trying to cover here is the fact that most of the mass media outlets, instead of educating people toward what our issues are, they're just trying to use scare tactics in order to get more people to buy their newspaper or click a like on their page or all of that other good stuff that just basically boils down to the next advertising dollar they get. Yeah. And the next that gets up to our next issue. Our next issue. Well, well, we were we were going to cover air pollution, but we cover the smog with the air pollution. So, well, smog and air pollution are kind of pretty much the same thing. I mean, Ben, I think it's saying hello. Yeah, I know. It is. You forgot to tell it to be quiet, didn't you? Yeah, I did. No one forgot as I closed up all the applications on the laptop before we did this. <laughs> And it migrated to another place? Yeah, it did. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the next one was going to be deforestation, which comes with the air pollution problem. 
So, right now, I think it, what it was, well, ow, right now it's uh, uh, Australia. It was Brazil starting in, I think, about October or September time frame where they're actually, they're doing control fire to cut around the rainforest so they could actually build more farmlands and uh, mm -hmm. more cities. And, and at times, the actual uh, rainforest needs to be cut down a little bit so more rainforest ends up coming in. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They see these fires on... It, especially the control fires. They don't, they don't understand control fires because what a control fire actually is is a fire that's when they are cutting away instead of cutting trees and everything like that, they start a fire, creates more nutrients for the soil that yeah. goes in and basically the plant life will grow anew. There's another aspect of the controlled fires. A controlled fire is mainly used in a lot of situations to burn away the underbrush and the the plant life that is more flammable so that during the heavy fire season, you don't have an uncontrollable fire. In other words, if a if a section of a forest were to catch Basically fire... Basically what they're having right now in the... Uh... Australia and what they usually have in uh, California. Right. If a section were to catch fire and you didn't have fire breaks and you haven't done controlled burns to limit the amount of stuff there is to burn, when the fire does start, it goes and you can't put it out. Yeah. And that's more... Right now, I mean, I think I've seen a map of Australia burning and it's Pretty much almost the whole entire continent. Give a reference of how big Australia is. It's basically as big as the United States. We have a little tiny island on the side, uh, Tasmania, but it's it's like our Florida. Tasmania is like their Florida. Which yeah. I wonder wonder if they had like Florida man there and Tasmania, and they just call it Tasmania man. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool and funny. Uh, I was kind of wondering, you know, somebody else was asking me if I knew if the uh, koalas were going to survive the fires. Oh, dude, yeah. A lot of the uh, wildlife there is getting... Uh, basically, it's barbecue in Australia. Australians are just like Texans. They love their barbecue, but I don't think that much. <laughs> That's that's another another thing that you have people that are. But I want to say I want to say those people that really get into uh, get into their uh, oh we need to save the rainforest we need to save this we need to do this. I don't think they understand that in natural occurrences there's natural fires all the time, mm -hmm. and most of the time like. Uh, a pine pine trees the pine cone the only way a pine cone actually which is a seed becomes a tree is through a fire well there is another way but it's rather painstaking and requires um... yeah but the fastest way through fire 
intervention. Just like most relationships, the best way to get rid of it is just through fire. <laughs> you only say that because you've had bad relationships. Uh, yeah. No, I've, I've, I've had some good ones, but we won't go into that subject. That's, that's later down the road. It's, as far as the deforestation is concerned, if most people knew that the majority of the air processing and cleaning doesn't come from the forests to start with, it comes from they plant life in the ocean. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you take the time to look it up, you don't have to take my word on it, but if you take the time to look it up, that's what the majority of the scientific consensus currently states is that there's not enough growing vegetation in our forests to process the air that this planet has. Therefore, it has to be down to the plant life that grows into the oceans and the water itself processing the air. Which goes into our other subject, the pollution in the oceans, which, no matter what, that, that is really is a big problem because we're, got, we're going through uh, the most harmful of the oceans, plastics, which you don't really hear that much of. I mean, you hear it every once in a while, I used to uh, back in 2000, uh, 95 to 2000, it was, you know, oceans. We're, we're destroying the oceans. We're putting too much plastic in the ocean, which we're still putting too much plastic in the ocean. I mean, heck, you, you look at some of the third world countries that were processing all of the plastics. They're even now starting to refuse accepting plastics for processing anymore because it's such a difficult thing to process. Yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, a lot of them are actually just turning into clothing. That's one of the big processes. That's why half the time you don't see different color plastics anymore. Most of the time it's just clear because it's easier to process. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the stuff, I mean, we are destroying a lot of the oceans through plastics, through uh, other forms of garbage. Yeah. Which, there's people out there that actually have have uh, pushed through and made something that benefits that kind of environment. I mean, I've seen a six-year-old kid left. I think it, a lot of people want to say it was uh, just here recently, but the kid actually made a uh, fuel t uh, fuel filtration. God help me on this one. Uh, Be careful what you ask for. I know, right? <laughs> Do I need to move over there before the lightning hits? No. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Uh, basically, made a filter for the ocean. Made a filter for the uh, ocean, and it. It works on just the basic current of the ocean. You just collect the stuff and you just go out, pick up the stuff up, bam. But we didn't praise him enough. Not a lot of people know about this kid. They didn't. I think he was from. Ah, oh God, I would have to do more research on that one. We'll do some. We'll, hell, we'll do a podcast about him. He's actually pretty uh, intelligent. Instead of doing what everybody else wants to do right now, and that's. Uh, that sweetest girl that's on climate change and everybody uh, 
tit for tat. They're praising her and for they even tried to get her a Nobel Peace Prize for that shit that she did. What did she do? Uh, she went to the UN and complained that the climate change is bad. Literally, that's it. And and if you didn't see it, I'll, I'll play it for you again. Yeah, he's he's what what what? And since we don't have this on video, what is Michael doing? The dog is basically smacking his head with his hand. Face palm. Yeah, face palm. But <laughs> <laughs> but we and, and what's sad is, is people were upset about the person that actually did win it, and it was uh, basically he did peace talks between Syria, Liberia, uh, uh, Libya. And not your country that uh, tosses it out of my head, but he did peace talks and saved mil uh, millions of lives doing this. He won the peace prize. He deserves having the peace prize for that. So there's people out there. Ah, oh, she should have gotten. I was like, no, she shouldn't. Have. She bitched my uncle like everybody else did. She just did it on national news, and that guy just kept in the shadows. He did his job. He he was literally. A, uh, a president of a country and he did these talks. I was like, no, he, he deserves that. Not this little she did. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you on that. I mean, when you think about all of the apocalyptic things that we have to deal with or have had to deal with over the years with the media outlets are telling us, oh, this is going to be the end of the world. I mean, heck, I remember them telling us that uh, in Y2K, all the computers were going to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where everything's going to go... Well, they're doing that right now. I mean, there's a lot of... Like, when you do a check, you're doing 2020. Instead of... Uh, a lot of people are doing, like, abbreviations, you know, just 20. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is you can put 20 and put it on the back end, 21... Or some of that shit. But it, it just comes up to the uh, just simple common sense. And I right now I still do 2020. Or I'll start doing 2020. But it's to the point where people don't understand something. I mean, and, and, it, and I'm not talking like a lot of large people that are super stupid. I'm talking about intelligent people. Don't think of something that should be obvious and they just go on their day-to-day -day lives. I mean, how many times have you gone throughout the day because you're a pretty intelligent person that you just, I tell you something, you're going, like, that's not how it works. You look it up, it's like, oh my God, how stupid am I? Often enough. <laughs> Too many times, actually. Build a rocket but can't do basic other stuff. Ah, who needs to eat? I know, right? But, that comes to a, another subject, is the Y2K stare, scare, which really did, uh, every, 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 everybody was thinking that as soon as uh, 2000 hit, that the world was going to crash. They are just going to bomb up. But wasn't that something to do with, like, the Aztec calendar or some garbage? No, that was 2012. Okay. 2012. We'll get to that one. But what it was, was the people didn't understand that the, 
they thought that the computers, I mean, they were going to the stores and buying gallons and gallons and gallons of water because they didn't think they were going to have water. Or they didn't think, and what it ended up happening, people, and if you're not old enough to remember this, which, eh, if you're listening, thank you for being this young. But what had happened was, is people thought that the whole uh, infrastructure of the world was going to crash down. Lights weren't going to come on. Water wasn't going to come out of the spigot. Uh, we weren't going to be able to watch our Saturday morning cartoons when we had Saturday morning cartoons. Everything was going to go into the shithole. We were going to die. People were going to have to bury us, but they didn't know where they're going to bury us. Hell on earth was going to happen because the computers couldn't understand zero, zero from nine and nine. Yeah, that that would be that, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I seem to remember that. And I remember explaining to people that there was no way that was going to happen. I even remember showing people that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Which is really sad. Uh, our next subject, we're going to go into... <laughs> Why computers love David. Yeah, I'm going to blow it up. Bioweapons. Bioweapons were... What? When was bioweapons really introduced? Oh, they've gone back and forth since the early medieval centuries. Yeah, because I remember they had... Uh, what is it? Genghis Khan used uh, uh, diseased cows and was catapulting it over... I thought it was cats. No, it was cows. It was cows? It was cows. That and the cow hitting a freaking wall would damage the wall. Plus, it would cause disease. Yeah, I know I know. during the English times, they would actually fling uh, cats, rats, and dead bodies over walls. Yeah. Well, some of them were just dead bodies, too. Just plain. Anything dead. And what would happen is the dead body would biodegrade, causing, uh, what was it? It would would break down... It was Black Plague, wasn't it? Um, I think during the the English time, yeah, they, they were throwing bodies that were contaminated with the plague over walls. No, I mean, what Genghis Khan, what was... No, no, what, no. What, what, what kind of disease actually comes from doing that, though? It's... There, there's... It depends on what you're throwing over the wall. A dead body's a dead body. I mean, okay. well, that's what I'm thinking. The dead body... Okay. That would go into a freaking catapult, jettison, hits other people. Okay. If, if a dead body hits you, what kind of disease are you getting? You could be not getting any disease. You could be getting whatever disease the body previously had. Right, what if it, it, it? So if a body doesn't have a, uh, any kind of disease or anything, you're not going to get anything from it. And what about a Hep C? I mean, get hit not. You could get fucking pink eye. It explodes. <laughs> well, because this, it's bloated. This it is... explodes. You get pink eye. You can't see. You get stabbed because you can't see because your eyes are closed. That's what's happening. I can perfectly imagine that scenario. That that's exactly what Genghis Khan was thinking. 
exploding cow manure is going to cause everybody to not be able to see. Dude, could you imagine that actually <laughs> happening? You're just like, they're throwing motherfucking cows. And it just explodes. They're throwing exploding cows! That would... Back in that time, that would be considered witchcraft. I know, right? Right along with the pepper bombs that he did actually throw over the walls. Yeah. But our next one is uh, engineering of crops. Yeah, everybody's whining and complaining about the GMO foods and this, that, and the other. Did they not even realize that corn, in, in all its glory as we know it now, is practically a genetically engineered food? You're running my hopes to dreams. I go to the or- organic section all the time. Yeah, well, if you go to the organic section, you're still not getting anything that we as humans haven't cultivated to be the way it is now over the last hundreds of years. But it has no antibiotics in it, so it's supposed to be better, right? Hmm. You know, most of the time they don't put antibiotics into the crops anyway, and they don't grow them to have antibiotics. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, chickens and stuff like that. Well... That's different than from genetically modified. How, okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. How is it different between a corn crop that's genetically modified to a chicken or cow that we pumped into st- with steroids to make bigger meat products? Be- it's, still, it's still a modification. I mean, I understand that the... The genetics you're not taking. One doesn't count as a genetic modification. One's counts as a chemical alteration, which means they can sell you chicken that's been pumped full of steroids and antibiotics and still sell you it's non GMO. Okay, I think we scared a shit ton of people already. Because <laughs> I scared the shit ton of me. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, that that makes sense, and people would do that. Okay, our next one is the last one that this year everybody was screaming out. Like, uh, Guinness Thornborough. No, it wasn't that. What was her name? Good thing we don't have, we're not live on this. Gudis? Gudis? Because if we were live, we would have like 500 people telling us what we're missing out. Yeah, that's another thing is is everybody, if if you do want, if you want the right answer, ask everybody. No, don't ask everybody. Make a wrong answer first, then you'll get the right right answer eventually. (laughs) But you have to figure out the the (laughs) percentage. Like, "Ah, 80% believe this. So we're going to have to go with that. Ask everybody and filter it by the majority. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait, that's wrong. That is not the way to get a right answer. But that's a way to get a majority consensus answer. I mean, climate training originally was... uh, Global warming. Global warming, yeah. They just changed the name because it wasn't... Technically global warming. It didn't sound more horrible than... I mean, if you think about it, the climate changes all the time. Everybody's just getting 
kind of interesting. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing right now, people, is I'm Googling climate change, and I got climate change girl death metal, which, hold on, I want to I wanna see this. We can't, I just want to see it. You're going to frighten our viewers. Oh, Greta Thorn. okay, Greta Thorn. Thornburg, that's the, and someone, someone did a, saying Swedish death metal, that is awesome, <laughs> go look at it, okay, this is, this is what it is on YouTube, it's Greta Thornburg sings Swedish death metal, which, if you haven't heard death metal, it is freaking out, we can't play it for you now, because copyright law and everything like that, the big, you know, universe that we can't really get into right now, but <laughs> but this, this, this is the this is the uh, I think she's like fourteen. And she's from Sweden. She's an actress, mind you, and I still to this day think that someone paid her to do this so people it it's. It's like they wanted something to talk about. I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably not even on the uh, board here on being right. I am not saying I am right on this. But in my conspiracy theory ad aspect, I think someone paid this little girl to do this. Because if you actually look at her lifestyle, she's saying, Oh, I'm so oppressed. I'm so this. Her family, her parents now, I don't know about her, her family is very well off. I'm not going to say rich, I'm just say well off. Okay, high, high, mid class, uh, middle class. Well, you know, you'd kind of have to be relatively well off to get that kind of an audience with the, uh... Well, you got to know somebody who knows somebody. I mean, I could probably get recognition as I start glowing like most of the people, but hey. Yeah, well, you can't expect that from a 14-year-old girl. That's pretty weird. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really sad is, is right now, and this is, this is where we're going to get off all the subjects. We're going to get off all the subjects that we just talked about, and we're going to talk about the actual problem in this. Of all this stuff that we're talking about right now, because at one point in time, it was heavily talked about. Now, it's not really talked about. The main thing that is causing all this stuff is people aren't willing to do the research. And, mind you, most people don't have time to do that. There's a lot of people that are workaholics, and someone tells them this one thing, and they think, and they prepare for something that bad. You know, zombie apocalypse is going to happen because someone found a deer that looked like it was zombified when it just had some kind of fucked up disease. And people hoard guns and ammo. I don't find that strange because I live in Texas. But, you know, other places that actually have that and they, under, they don't understand why this person is doing this. It's because he was given a little bit of information. He wasn't giving... The whole information. And a lot of stuff you actually do, quote-unquote, clickbait. You click on it, and you listen to it, you read it, 
and it it still doesn't give you all the information. It gives you it gives you, and if you actually read the whole article, I, I've I've read articles that I was like, okay, what what's happening here? Then I had to actually do my own research. I went on to different sites, or I would type in what what's going on this, and I would actually have a discussion. It it does give you that discussion aspect to where you want to talk with your friends, your coworkers. Anybody that's around you, hey, have you heard about this? Or you hear it from passing from somebody in the grocery line, which basically self-checkout now. And now we don't have that actual grocery line anymore. So we, we've gotten rid of that aspect. We have just want the information, and we're getting it from one source. And most of the sources aren't really doing the research anymore. Mm, they're getting it the same way we're getting it. Oh, I heard it from, I heard it from, I heard it from. Yeah. Uh, most of the times, most of the stuff that I actually see that is news nowadays is basically, hey, this right here is trending. What, what's trending? Uh, an egg. That, that was actually the biggest talking point at one point in time was an egg. Now, with art right now, it was... A banana taped to, to the, the wall. wall. Yes. Or, you know, light-up clothing. I still think he was a... Oh, light-up clothing is always talking about. You always need to hear about that light-up clothing. And it's not near as much... It's not near as important as transparent clothing. No. No, <laughs> no it's not. Well, no. I guess that would entirely depend on who's wearing it, wouldn't it? Sometimes you just want to see the boobs. Yeah, but I imagine if he was not the right shape, you wouldn't want to look at those. I still want to see the tits. <laughs> but it, it's really caused by our media that get, huh, gets us to where we're at the uh, we're at a, a juncture where. A lot of people don't... It, it's that one person that believes it so badly because that's all they're looking at. They're not looking at a bigger picture. They can't. And you have people that want to get their two cents in that hasn't done any research. There is a there is a thing that shown uh, for, for the mass shootings. Which we're not condoning mass shootings or anything like that. What it is was it was a, a photo of what the FBI says this is mass shootings that happened here recently. And some of it was uh, black people, some people it was uh, Mexicans, and some people it was, it was very few whites on there. The only problem with that was the person that made that photo was literally a white supremacist. But there's people that went on. It's like, uh, not all the people that are white that are mashing. Actually, a lot of people are just people. Are, some people are just sick. Apparently, us white people are just sicker than others. Apparently, hmm. but it's what people want to see, and they don't go after the information after that. No one really wants to be that intrusive in their world, except for like 
really heavily intelligent people. Man, even those really don't want to be that in... in they, most of those don't even want to be that in touch with the world. We, you, you just... I guarantee uh, you didn't see people like Einstein trying to keep up to date with current events. No, nah, he barely kept up in his current clothing. <laughs> I mean, he really didn't. He only had like a couple of outfits that he wore. Which, it was just too much for him. Yeah, if I could get away with wearing my pajamas everywhere, I would. You can't. You just choose not to. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I have to wear steel toes at work. Well, that going about, uh, if you like this podcast, go ahead and give us, uh, see if we can give us five stars and rise to you and see what we actually can improve on this. And uh, looking up uh, at it, and go to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram, which doesn't have that much stuff as of right now. But see what we're all about. Thank you very much. Have a good day.